Hello and welcome back to the What The Fork Happened This Week podcast. It's been a week of boogie-woogieing, thanks to the Scottish national team, and the boogie-woogie with myself. I've got the returning Jack. How are you doing, Jack? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> so just, I didn't realise you were doing any water there. And you were well, like, I'm only happy if it comes to me first and you get me first. <laughs> no, I'm all right. I'm, I'm good. Uh, Ian, you're back. How are you doing? You well? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, same as always. Podcast, uh, podcast legend now, drifting off into other <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how many people are actually gonna, you know, sample that one, but no, no, it was really good. It was good fun. Um, and and Connor's back. Get in, Connor's uh, not on not on video, but you don't care because it's not a video podcast. This one. How are you doing, Connor? You all right? I'm good. I'm here to make me second the PRNs since the first week. Exactly. I've did a little bit of research as well because I thought I'm that sad and I've got that much time on my hands at the minute. I thought, right, let's have a look and see who's made one appearance for England so I can do better on them. And so far, I'm on the star-studded list of Francis Jeffers, <laughs> Alan Thompson, Chris Kirkland and Dean Ashton oh, and Matt Jarvis. Matt Jarvis, also a fan of the show. When I say fan, he came on once though. There you go. Well, if he's listening, Matt, I'm better than you. At least no. the same level. Actually, it depends how long the podcast goes on because he was only on for 20 minutes, 20 against Ghana, against Ghana when Asmo Jan scored. There we go. That's the one I'm better than him. I'm not just a hat rat. Um, so we normally talk about Sunderland, but if I'm honest with you, like I, I just, I'd rather gouge my eyes out now. No one could see that, which would be kind of pointless, but I'm just... Just a bit tired of it. So we'll just go straight to the, the talking point of the week. We'll go, it's the same order that I introduced you. So Jack, don't drink right now because uh-huh. um, you're coming on. Parkinson in or Parkinson out? Um, it's a bit of a funny one because obviously no one, no one could argue if he got the sack and I don't think anyone would really be too bothered even the Uber parties. But I just, I don't think sacking them would be the answer to all of our questions. You know what I mean? Like people are thinking, Sacking them, yes, we might get a bit of a lift in terms of results and, and you know, start winning and playing a bit better football that doesn't make you want to smash your head off a brick wall. You know what I mean? How bad the football is to watch. But um, I, I just think it goes on further than Parkinson. I think it goes back to you know, recruitment and it goes to owners that don't have the finance to pay for us and things like that. And I don't want to bore people with this because your question was about Parkinson, but I just think that we're hanging our warps on the fact that Parkinson is the main problem. I'm not exact. I'm not entirely sure he is. Don't get us wrong. He is a big immediate problem when you know, when you've got a manager that doesn't perform, and of course it is. But I think people are hoping, and it, it is hope that you know Parkinson board would be you know a kickstart that we need. And I, I don't think the new manager would find it as easy as people are expecting. You know the squad's not great. Let's be honest, it's not a great squad. Anyone expecting to force the league or even win the league, you know, with a different manager, I think it's going to be tougher. Whoever was in charge. And I just think it's it's just sad for all the fans that we are so far away from where we want to be as a football club. So to answer your question, yes, I would probably I would probably get rid, but I don't I don't think it's going to be the catalyst that people are expecting it's going to be. What do you think, Ian? Um, no, I'm fairly much. No, I I want them out now. No, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> You know, I have said this, and when it's, uh, you know, system works, it, it really works, but it doesn't work often enough. Uh, and half 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 the time, it just, 
you know, the the, the players that we have, you just think, no, this isn't going to work. And he talked, and then, and I remember when he first came in, he talked about finding finding a system that actually suited uh, the the players, and he really hasn't found that. Um, so, and to be honest, I'm just fed up with him. He, you know, he never, you know, he never looks anyone straight in the face, or you know, he's he's you know dull. Uh, you know, his football's really dull, and I just can't see it getting any. And he's got better, really. So, no, no, he's out. Where do you think, Connor? In, out, shake it all about? <laughs> exactly the same. He's, I think he was looking not to get sacked after Boxing Day when we played absolutely horrendous against Bolton at home. And we've just been, I don't really know how he's still in the job, to be totally honest with you. And I think it basically comes down to the fact that the owners have no money to pay him off. And that's simply... That's that really that they can't afford to pay pay him off. Yeah, I think so. But that that comes back around to what I was going to say with Jack. I agree with what Jack's saying. I would if he went tomorrow, I'd kind of be a bit like, all right, cool. But I feel like the problems are so deep rooted. I think essentially the team's shit. The team's shit. That's it. It all comes down to recruitment, the ownership, and just the general lack of care from the owners because obviously it's clear now that they wanted the South after the first the last game of the season or the first season when we didn't go up and that was it so they were short-sighted and they're just filled with full of promises which didn't come to fruition and I'm just fed up with a whole lot of it I'm, he- I'm fed up with the owners I'm fed up with the manager it's just dross isn't it I've been think- watching like the past few games on the telly I've been watching Scotland, England, stuff like that. And I'm like enjoying the footy a bit. I'm just like, oh, at least there's something on there. But like, our last is saying, like, when I'm on, when Sunderland are on, all I do is shout at them. <laughs> and it's yeah. not because I want to shout and vent me anger. I'm just like, oh, how can you be so bad? Like, it's just party ball, isn't it? It's just disgusting. To it's watch. just rank, isn't it? It's rank. But how, how is he getting, what gets me with Parkinson is how is he getting. Parkinson wrong with like Charlie White and Danny Graham as like target men that any other team in the league would probably take them as your target man if you're going to play that level of football that's, that's it I mean the style of play that he employs you know if it is direct it's not that difficult to work out you get a, you get a big athletic striker you get him to hold the ball up you get maybe someone smaller to run off you know what I mean if that's the style that you're going for then get the right place to fit the style you know what I mean he, he hasn't really got a proper settled style and then he hasn't got the players to fit the style either so it's just like throwing 11 players on the pitch and hoping for the best I mean did you say the team on that I, I couldn't work out the formation I couldn't no, work out if it was four at the back three at the back five at the back and win back I was looking I was thinking I've got any idea like no I think we should sign oh, go and Vic- see it Victor and Egypt that <laughs> <laughs> no, wasn't it that's not who I was expecting get that's... two games a season out of him it's just because he's, he's the random person that will go Oh, I'd bring Victor Nietzsche back. It's like he hasn't played for about 10 years. He still always come on Sunland's Instagram photos, like craving it. He just wants it. It's because he it's, skinned. It's because Stefan Sessnion until it was him 10 grand. So he thinks he's going to find someone in Sunland that knows Stefan Sessnion to get his 10 grand back. That's what it is, skinned. Did, no <laughs> did nobody know about that? Is that yeah, West Brom? Is that the Joe West Brom, was it? It's an alleged, I don't know, but he, tweet, he tweeted or Instagrammed or whatever you call it. Saying like, oh, this guy owes me 10 grand, he still doesn't give me it back. It's like, yeah, why I remember would, saying that. Why would you post on the internet, like, basically, I'm an idiot? Ask William <laughs> Story that. <laughs> like, yeah, what? 
yeah, well, that, <laughs> that's uh, who who would who would William Story appoint as manager? Oh, did he get started on him? <laughs> Himself. <laughs> Billy what Beard. Idiot. What Billy Beard? Honest to God, like I, I blocked him, but I unblocked him the other day. I, I blocked Donald Trump about three years ago, but like <laughs> I've got to be honest, the past month I've unblocked him. He's I'm liking these tweets these days. Um, he's quite funny. So I think universally then, park you out then. All in favour yeah. say, all in favour say aye. Aye, no compliments from me. Aye. <laughs> right, moving away from that absolute monstrosity that is summoned at the minute, because I just can't do it anymore. Not at the minute. Um, football's weird this year, um, but nothing's weirder than Wrexham getting bought by It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Ryan Reynolds, which is just mental. And I love it. Like, I love it so much. It's like one of my favorite things that's ever happened. But it got us thinking, like, if you could get, like, just a random celebrity to take over the club, who would it be? And most importantly, there's got to be a why, because it's easy for people to go, oh, Batman, because that would be really obvious. <laughs> but, like, there's got to be, or, like, Elon Musk. That, that would be pretty cool, though, wouldn't it? If Batman took over. Batman, yeah. Imagine, because you'd have those, you know, those lights that you had at the stadium. Like, <laughs> I was like, why don't they put them on anymore? If we were just one, and it was just the like the bat. What's it called again? The bat, the bat light. The the bat signal. The bat signal. The bat light. The bat light turns a bit. As long as no one bloody eats them and starts off another bloody pandemic, because that'll be the worst. Um, for the record, that didn't happen. Apparently, that's not how it started. Um, Jack. Um, who would be your celebrity chairman? Well, I was looking at it from a boring perspective of who would actually fund the club, and I thought someone like Tim Rice. I know he's involved in the Academy of Light and the Beacon of Lightning. I think he's worth plenty of work, Jim, so get him involved. I think I like his story about how he became a Sunderland fan. He was just looking down and he thought Sunderland sounded like a tropical like island or something. So he was like, <laughs> I'm going to pick Sunderland. I was like, mate, you couldn't, couldn't be further from the truth, like, you know what I mean, in terms of getting it wrong. But you know I mean, uh, in terms of a boring answer, that would be someone who might be able to put a bit of money in and have the club's interest at heart. Um, I don't know. I think someone like, um, I mean, for entertainment purposes, someone like a Hulk Hogan would be good. Like, you know what I mean? Just someone just to come in and do like a bit of uh, wrestling in the middle of the pitch, halftime entertainment. Remember halftime entertainment used to be good, you know? We could get him in and to do that. Um, someone like that, maybe. I'll, if it was someone to suit our fan base, maybe someone a bit like a Carl Putin, you know, and like that's someone just like dour, S- miserable. Cynical <laughs> viewpoint on the world. That would be interesting if we heard someone like him at the helm. Imagine Frankie like introducing him. It's Carl Pilton then. Oh, sick of this. Yeah. Nil nil again. Why we're playing MK Dons? Why we're losing again? Why we're playing MK Dons? Why we're losing against MK Dons? Ian, who would you be a celebrity? I was going to say celebrity um, crush there, and that's not what I meant to ask at all. <laughs> we, we should move no. on that. <laughs> Coincidentally, it's Tim Rice. Uh, we don't need any more than. <laughs> No, no, we don't need any more um, uh, the Scotsman about the club, I think, uh, there for a wee while. <laughs> um, Bane, Bane, Bane and Batman, there you go. Um, they're, they're the number one Hollywood star himself, uh, Mr Thomas Cruise, I think would be absolutely perfect. Um, just really because I can envisage, um, you know... Uh, first match at the the stadium, you know, fans are back in. Uh, you know, it's about what maybe half an hour to go. 
you know, so about half past this or two, this big jumbo jet flies over the the, the stadium. All of a sudden, the 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 theme tune from uh, you know Mission in the Impossible starts up, and uh, Tom somehow, you know, does something fancy, jumps out of the jumbo jet, they uh, lands on the pitch. There he is. I can imagine we'd drop him. I feel like someone would do that. Like they'd get Tom Cruise and then they'd do the Mission Impossible scene and just drop him. There'd be a way we'd mess it up somehow. But I'm quite excited for Connor's answer. I feel like Connor's answer is going to be well outside the box. Well, I'm, I've got a good one for you and only because he's going to be out of a job. And I can't wait to watch his hair get whipped off from the window. Somewhere <laughs> and you know who I'm going to say, don't you? He's orange. Uh. He won by a lot. It's big Donald Trump. We'd never lose, would we? Be like, yeah, oh, we'd always win by a lot. He'd be like, "Can you tweet that we didn't get beat off MK Dons?" Yeah. The second goal wasn't a legal goal. It wasn't. I haven't owned that from on Twitter again as well. I miss it. I miss watching all the tweets and the anger. I kind of miss the just for like because something they're actually. I'm not angry about something. I'm kind of bored of them. I sort of miss having an owner on Twitter where you can just like. Why don't you sign Victor and each of That would change things. It would. <laughs> Mine would be Woody Harrelson. I don't know who that is. I'm too young for this. Woody Harrelson? Come on. No, I haven't got a clue. Natural Born Killers. I'm not really a movie buff. I'm not I'm not into my films. Like I'm, I go a bit blank when people say films. Oh, yeah, like, I do. I can see my Jack's face. What? <laughs> Woody Harrelson. I don't know who Woody Harrelson is. I know who he is, but I, I I couldn't tell you much about him. Like he's just named his film. I wouldn't be able to tell you what films he's been in and out. I've heard of him and I know who he is, but it's a cool where guy. the young where the where the young the young pups. Right. <laughs> he's a pretty cool guy. Basically he's vegan, right? So that would I think we've always complained about the the stuff that we sell at the stadium, the food, because it tastes like cardboard. Grim. So if you brought in a bit of a different selection, you're not going to just, I'm not saying him being vegan is going to make it necessarily good food, but a bit of a different selection. You know, something gonna, a bit, bit different. So we're going to go full forest green, are we? Pretty um, much. Burgers. Burgers <laughs> Would you like one corn burger? Would you like one corn, corn, fucking hell, one corn burger <laughs> or two? Um, you can double up. But the thing is, if it was just like a little, I was going to say about Forest Green, if you've got like a little wee skinny vegan guy, because I know the prejudice. I've felt it for a long time. <laughs> um, if he just rocked up and went, I'm going to change the menu, I'm a nice vegan guy, we're going to be sponsored by Ecotricity and all that kind of stuff. People are just like, nah, just sign someone, idiot. But you wouldn't really mess with Woody Harrelson because he's pretty tough. <laughs> pretty tough guy. Like, I'd, I mean, I know you don't know who it is, so as far as you're concerned, you could knock him out. But Ian, he's a pretty, he's a pretty tough guy. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say anything against him, would you, Ian? No, 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 no. He's, he's, uh, aye. He's cuddly yeah. as well. He's cuddly. That's what I say, but <laughs> well, that's what I say, but I just call myself fat, to be fair. We're moving on to goal of the week. Um, I'm going to change this around a little bit and go backwards so Jack can have a drink. Um, so I'll go, <laughs> Connor, what was your goal of the week? To be fair, I've got a lot going on at the minute. I haven't really been watching much football, but I did, I have been watching the, Oh, that was I'm lost in my days. I said that was last week. It was international football this weekend, wasn't it? So yes. I'm just going to go the easy route and say David Marshall's save in the penalty shootout. I know it's not a goal, but that's all I can say. I loved his reaction when he did that because I mean, I, obviously, I live with a mad Scotland fan, so 
she was crying her eyes out when Jovic scored. She said, oh, that's it. And I was like, no, I think it might be all right this time, I think. So she's gone absolutely nuts when David Marshall saved that penalty. But it was his whole delayed reaction, wasn't it? The VAR. His whole, like, can I celebrate or not? And it was like, I mean, Ian, have any, did any of you watch Still Game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's like, do you know this scene? Someone tweeted about, oh, you seen it? The, the tweet I put up the other day. It was like when he goes, uh, it's Isa. And he's like, oh. It's like, what's that? <laughs> uh, to the people who've never seen Still Game, this will go straight over everyone's head. But for the ones that have, they'll completely understand it. So you're going for David Marshall for goal of the week. <laughs> Only because I haven't really watched much football this weekend. And the little football I did watch depressed us that much. <laughs> Don't start with that. <laughs> Now we'll go to Ian. Ian, what's your goal of the week? Well, funnily enough, from 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 the same um, their match, but I'm actually going for Ryan um, their Christie's opener, which was just uh, you know it was a yeah it was a decent goal, and uh, I must admit, I mean, I did, I did uh, obviously watch the match very very closely, and uh, I did feel that act, actually if Scotland scored first, that no matter if even if uh, you know, Serbia did did sort of pull one back. That they just they've just had that sort of spirit going, you know. And uh, so, they were so yeah, going to pull it back. They weren't. I was watching it, and like I've been to more Scotland games than England games. I'm an England fan, but I I like to see Scotland do well because they're obviously like connections here and whatnot. Um, and like Ian Crocker kept going. Oh, there's just 10 minutes to go now for Scotland and they've qualified. And I'm like, it's not the 10 minutes to go I'm worried about. It's when they hit the 90th minute because Scotland will lose it in the 90th minute. They're not going to wait until like the 85th or the, the 81st. If Scotland are going to concede, it was always going to be the 90th though, wasn't it, Ian? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Written written in uh, the, the stars, really. You know, Scotland have to do it the hard way. It was just the, the reaction when it went in. He was like, oh, no. And it was like, you're not surprised <laughs> by that at all, Ian. You're not surprised by that at all. I watched, I've, I've been to so many Scotland games that have conceded in like the 94th minute and that. I remember they went 2-1 up against Poland and Stephen Fletcher got the second one. They were 1-0 down after like four minutes. Lewandowski scored. Then I think Matt Ritchie mm-hmm. scored and then Fletcher scored. And that was yeah. a beauty. They were halfway, they like, had given themselves a chance of qualifying. And then like they couldn't defend the corner in the 94th minute. And like Lewandowski like, fell on the ball. And as he fell on the ball, it went in. And it was just like, that was it. That was They just weren't qualifying. But the only... Now, Ashley's tried to explain this to me about 40 times, and I'm not getting it. How? What is the Nations League? Does anyone know? <laughs> no. Like, you need a degree to work it out. I just didn't get it. Like, why are we playing Belgium all the time? Why so, are they playing Israel all the time? So basically, I think what happened was a few years ago there was a complaint that the, the, the league campaigns across Europe would stop them playing international friendlies, and people were saying it's pointless. What's the point in playing friendlies? So I think the idea was cut the friendly games out and, and create some kind of competitive format for the games to take place. And I think the idea is that. It works on the coefficient, so the teams that are ranked, you know, the coefficient thing that where you get points for every win that you get, and it ranks yeah. you high, and it depends on your ranking and stuff like that. I think put all the, the top seeds together, and then the second tier. There's like basically three tiers: t- top tier, middle tier, bottom tier. The top tier teams go through to play for the actual Nations League final thing, I think, and then I think the middle tier and the bottom tier have a chance to progress forward for qualification. I think. 
It's, but I, I mean, I'm probably not explaining it very well, but I think it's something along those lines. I probably made a mistake. I think it's something to do with that. Well, they should just do something like, I don't know, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory or something, where you just get a golden ticket and they go, yeah, you can. You go Macedonia. You can play in the Euros this month, this <laughs> this month, this 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 four year, this fourth year, and then you get another golden ticket. That would be imagine though if you televised that a golden ticket for the all the nations. You could just go like the little like Diddy teams like San Marino and Gibraltar, and you were like, there's one golden ticket, and you've got to dive into like a big ball pit, and whoever finds it. Gets to like go into the European Championships. Yeah. I think, <laughs> like, I, I think I'd rather style. watch that. I would rather watch it, like because you, you're sitting watching all these like Diddy teams going nowhere, doing now, and then going, "Yeah, we've qualified." To like, if you could, Crystal Maze it, Crystal Maze it. Yeah. I'd definitely <laughs> watch that. Channel Five <laughs> Saturday night. Proper Crystal Maze it. If you Crystal Mazed it, but you put in like your striker had to score goals in the in a. <laughs> No, yeah, no, we'll just keep it the same format because that works better. But then I get the feeling like, like, what if they lock somebody in? Because they lock people in, don't they? Yeah, they do. You've got to get within a certain time. I would definitely, I would watch that 100%. But if they were locked in, you couldn't take them to the championships. So you had like that kind of thought process <laughs> of like, right, we've just locked Ryan Christie in the, <laughs> the pyramid maze. Do you get Ryan Christie out? Or do we just have more golden tickets and then just not take them? <laughs> Play Chris Martin instead. I noticed the other day Chris Martin's not in the Scotland squad anymore. I always thought Chris Martin was always in the Scotland squad. Anyway, Jack, um, what's your goal of the week? Well, I was the same as Connor. I was looking, thinking I haven't seen many great goals. I was going to go for the um, the Denmark free kick yesterday. Not Denmark, Belgium. But again, Denmark from Belgium free kick yesterday against England. Um, I thought it was pretty good. But then I looked at it. And I, I found something online. There was a lad called um, Nikolai Geetzen. Now, name probably won't mean anything. It was a Danish Cup game. Now, basically, if you haven't seen it, type in Danish Cup Lingsby goal. Honestly, it's superb. Corner comes in. I'll, I'll describe it. I probably, you probably won't be able to visualise it when I describe it. But corner comes in from the right. The lad basically does like a volley, kind of like bicycle kick thing, right? And as he's landing, the ball hits the bar. Ball hits the bar, rebounds him, and as he gets up, he smacks him to his top, uh, in the top corner, all in one move. And as he gets up, it's hard to describe, but have a look at that online. It's superb. Like, I think yeah. I was last weekend. And I'm 100% goal. searching it. I'm 100% searching it. Michael uh, Nikolai Geetzen. It's called G W E T S E N. Have a look at it. Unreal. My goal of the week was. Oh, there it is. My goal of the week was in women's football. It was in. I think it's the dub S SFPL two, I think it is. Um there's a lass that's just gone uh Park Thistle. Um probably just gone for the mascot. Um I would <laughs> I would I would go for the mascot. She's called Amy Bullock and she used to play for Hamilton Ackies women. And honestly, if anyone hasn't seen it yet, um she's called Amy Bullock and it's on Park Thistle's Park Thistle women's Twitter and it's like a proper FIFA goal. Do you know when like a ball just drops and you just think I'm just going to volley this, I'm just going to welly it. But as she hits it, the coach on the sideline goes, "Oh, why not?" Is in like why not just whack That's it one? Finish. And it's like thirty yards out, right on the volley, straight in the top corner. It's an absolute screamer. 
Um, <laughs> but that, that, that was my goal of the week. Um, I'll go... Is that the cat just walked past your screen? Yeah. <laughs> <That's in that>. <laughs> <laughs> team of the week. So I'll go back to Connor with this. What, what's your team of the week? Team of the week? Like, do you want a full 11 or do you just want, like, a team name? <laughs> no, like, just to, do what you want. <laughs> Fuck it. Do what you want. I want. Do what I want. Um, Pick an NBA team. Go on, do it. I'm going to go for any team. I'm just going to say Mercedes AMG Patronas and the Formula One. Just simply because uh, Formula One's been more entertaining this week within the national football and stuff. What no one wants to watch national football. Uh, well, Lewis Hamlin just won his seventh world title, so did that. <laughs> that is that good? Very good. Because I don't uh, know. No other Formula One driver has done that. That's kind of good he's, then. He's the greatest driver of all time, technically. Does he drive for rich energy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if we ask William Story, he probably would. Be, yeah. right? <laughs> I reckon. I reckon if you stripped away whatever's on Lewis Hamilton's car, the under the layer would just be rich energy signs everywhere. That's what they use for fuel. Just share off energy drink. Just pouring it in. Just pouring lads, it in. Lads, lads, get it in. That's, what, that's it why. In. That's why you can't buy it in a shop. Do you know have bought the lot. Do you know what's funny about William Story? He's got funny little skinny legs. <laughs> Doesn't look good in shorts, does he? <laughs> I seen a video of him doing kitty ups, and I was like, "What's wrong with your legs? Why are they so slim?" Like, and then I was like, "Hang on, he's a skinny guy. Like, he's a really skinny guy, but his beard gives him the outlook that he's not." Yeah, his beard. Sorry, I was just going to say his beard looks like it should be on like a, a big fat bloke. It's like twenty stones, isn't it? That's yeah, like. <laughs> and it's a little skinny balding bloke. I seen that video you're referring to, and I thought when I was watching it, I just thought that he just looks weird. Like in general, yeah. <laughs> like in general, it just doesn't look really looks like a cartoon character that he would draw. He looks like the kind of guy that eats paper mache and just like gets a little bit stuck. Story appreciation pod. I'd love to. Let's just turn into that. I try to get, like everyone, I try to get him on the podcast when he first started making all these claims. But it was just to see how mental he was. Just do it every week. I demand it. I just, I would like, I'd quite like him as a regular guest. I think it'd be great. Like you, him, and the cat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to buy that cat. Ian just doesn't know it yet. News in in two months. Um, (laughs) Ian, it's your, your. Goal of the, did, we, did we do your goal of the week? No, team of the week. Team of the week, I think we're on. That's it. What's your team of the week, Ian? Team of the week? Um, well, like, uh, well, well, we've already spoken about the team, but um, really, because it's been, you know, 22 um, the years, I have to go for, have to go for Scotland. <laughs> you know, they've finally done it. Yeah. They've finally done it because they've got the golden ticket. <laughs> Willie McWonka. That that's 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 basically what that's what David Marshall basically did. He didn't save anything. He just caught the golden ticket. Little like people didn't realize it was a hologram. The ball was just a hologram. He caught the golden ticket, and when he was like shouting at the ref, he's going, "Is this the golden ticket? Is this the golden ticket?" And the ref was like, "It's the golden ticket, my son. Go celebrate. Go boogie woogie." I would I would I would say it was more like Harry Potter, the like the Quidditch. Yeah, when you got to chuck it, what what you got to do in Quidditch again? Chuck the ball into the ring. 
Well, you've got to catch the actual... Catch the ball, ball isn't it? Poor little weird thing that just flies about. I mean, I've got, I've got the whole thing on... Um, I'll tell you what's quite funny. I was once on a Harry Potter ride in Universal and it stopped. And it stopped in midair. And it was like inside, if anyone's ever been to Universal, it's like 3D, 3D rides, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. I, was, I was with my ex-wife's family and it stopped and everyone just kind of went, shit, why's the ride stopped? And it like stopped. And as he was looking at the, um, he was like looking at the, it was, do you know, the big spider? Yeah. There's a big spider and, and that's like massive. And that was like a mechanical one. And it stopped as like me, my ex-wife's mom was looking at the spider and she's scared of spiders. And it was really funny because we were stuck there for about 15 minutes because she's sitting there like, oh, fucking hell. Oh, oh, oh. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, and that's about, that's about People listening to this are going to be like, just talk about the football, man. Um, so, well, can I, sorry, sorry, can I just add to that? Because um, there was that, uh, was that in um, the, the Florida. Florida? Yeah. Um, the very same thing happened there to us on the very same ride. What? Yeah. What, at the Spider? Uh-huh. I reckon they need to get that. They need to get mm-hmm. WD-40 out, didn't they, on the Harry Potter ride? <laughs> it's a good ride, though, but isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really good. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it did that. It started and then it stopped after not, not that long and you could see the inside of it. They were, yeah. me- they were measuring fat people getting onto it. And <laughs> because there was like a few of them, because <laughs> America, um, they were like, <laughs> they were like, what are you trying to imply? They were <laughs> that Americans indulged too much. Um, they, were, they were basically like, how can I describe it? Making them sit in like a fake seat and sticking a belt over them. And then they were like, no, sorry, too big. Too fast. You're too <laughs> it was fat, like, too yeah. <laughs> It's like... You need to cut down on the super sizes. I mean, it was like you had like 35-year-olds who just wanted to go on the Harry Potter ride with their kids. Just total, like, dejection. And I was just like, that's you cannot, you cannot fat shame someone on a Harry Potter ride. It's just not fair. Harry Potter is like a wonderful world where you can drink butter beer and magic your fat away and all sorts of stuff. Like, why didn't they do that? Why didn't they just magic his fat away? Just for the 15 minutes that he's on the ride. <laughs> um, they were legitimately do- they did that on the Hulk ride as well which I thought was a bit ironic because he's quite big <laughs> just breathe in <laughs> yeah just suck in <laughs> just wear this corset with <laughs> <laughs> you people though doing that on the ride wouldn't you? if you've seen like are you a fat person check this fake seat out you would legitimately be like oh shite you'd be sucking in wouldn't you I would I'd suck in I'd be like I'm gunning on this I've travelled seven hours in the plane I'm not getting turned down. Like you could just say, just run up and down the steps five or six, five or six times. You know what I mean? See if you can sweat some of the weight off, and then come on, keep doing that until you get on the seat. But surely that would be an argument. I could sit in the aeroplane seat, and I managed to get the belt round as there. Why can't I sit in this stupid little ride seat? Because the Harry Potter <laughs> one stops and crashes. I just think they should stop fairground rides because <laughs> it's not fair. It's fast. Controversial. <laughs> Just stop it. Um, who's your team of the week, Jack? Is it a Quidditch team or isn't? No, I, I, no, it's, it's not Harry Potter's Quidditch 11. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went with, I mean, 
special shout out to Scotland. I thought it was good to see them qualify. They've had a lot of pain in the last 20 odd years or whatever it is. So special shout out to them. But I actually went for, um, I know it was only a friendly result. Never want to say it's only a friendly result. But Finland, um, Finland beat France last yes, week. Yes, 2-0. Um, and I thought it was quite a good result considering Finland has little to no football in history whatsoever. I've just looked and Euro 2020 or 21, I wouldn't call it. I think it's the first time they've ever qualified for a tournament, be it a Euros or a World Cup. Um, and they've got no football history, I think, other than like Yari Littmanen and Mikhail Fortel and a couple of notable um, notable players. Um, and again, it was only a friendly result, but I thought it was quite a good result to beat the current world champions for a club, for a, club, for a country that's had no football history. You know, not a great population, um, not, not quite minnows, but... Um, to go to go to France and beat them, the world champions in their own backyard. I thought that was a pretty good result. So I thought I could, it, was was in, it was in France, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Aye. I think the one. I think the start of France. Here's a question. Can I just mention. Can I just mention? Right. Yeah. If someone said this time last year that Finland would beat France in a friendly game, um, Ryan Reynolds would be buying Wrexham Football Club. Like, what would you have said this time last year? <laughs> this year. This year, like over the side has just been mental. And it's both it's both going to be done in front of no fans. That's what I mean. It's nuts. It's I can't, absolutely nuts. I cannot wait for the, the Ryan Reynolds and Ryan meeting bootlegger, because that's gonna happen, isn't it? It's just mad. It's absolutely mad. I just can't get my head around this. I know people are over bootlegger, but I still find him quite funny. Imagine if you were in a coma like this time last year, you're in a coma for a year and you just wake up now. And then you just have a quick look at the newspaper at the morrow and you just read it. Finland beat France. Ryan Reynolds buys Wrexham. Why is it? What's going on? Why is everyone wearing wearing masks? (laughs) Why is the hairdresser shut? (laughs) Why is is only Asda open? Is uh, Asda now our overload or what? Is alcohol banned in England? Why is all the pubs? Yeah, it's like, why is everything gone? (laughs) <laughs> and why, apart from Ryan Reynolds, who's reappeared in Wrexham, why have they bought Wrexham? By the way, does anyone know? Something to do with his ancestry, isn't it? Isn't one of them? Isn't one of them like five generations back? Oh, I don't know. I might be wrong. Like, I've got no idea. <laughs> Still though, why Wrexham? It's just mad. I think it's because they're going to be in football Dragons. manager, aren't they? Are they going to be in football manager? And um, Miles, who. Made football manager tweeted they saying that there will be an update if it's all done by a certain date. So there will be. So I think a lot of people will be, be playing football manager as Wrexham just simply for nostalgia. Do you think they're gonna there should be like a um there should be like a draft, shouldn't there, where a celebrities all put names in a hat and like all the lower league teams just pick one out. <laughs> so you've got like I don't know, like Christina Aguilera has bought Dover Athletic. <laughs> like, there should be like a press about going there. You know what I mean? Like, I think we should um, play that game as well, as well as the one that we were just talked about about like Cyrus Christie in a room for the Nations League games. Cyrus Christie? You mean Ryan Christie? Right. That's what I meant. Cyrus Christie is a footballer, on. though. He is a Only footballer. Tony Christie. Tony Tony Christie wasn't lost. He knows the way to Amarillo. Um, It's always like this. It's always like this. (laughs) My my team of the week is uh, is Scotland. Because it was just good. I got a 
I got to like post loads of nice things about Scotland this week on the in the paper, which was really nice. It was actually like on a serious note, it was a privilege. It was dead nice. Villain, villain of the week, Connor Gardner. Who is your villain of the week? Villain of the week. Um, I, I, everything, everything I say just seems to direct the Williams story or something. Something <laughs> or, Donald, or Donald Trump. So I don't really know what to say. Um, just to break it up and. I'm just gonna say Matt Hancock for a laugh. Yeah, uh, yeah. That I, I'm not gonna disagree with that. I can't go too right in depth, but yeah, it does yeah. Um, we'll leave it there. We don't want to get too political, do we? I I just uh, agree, strongly agree. Um, Ian, who's your villain of the week? Um, well, if we're not getting um, the, the political, which we are, but. Um, no, it's got to be the absolute, the dinosaur, Greg, um, uh, you know, Clark, just, uh, yeah. They yeah. walked in that room and he, he basically just totally balls it up. <laughs> but that's well. the problem with the FA, though. That's the problem with the FA, though. It's just, it's deep-rooted with dinosaurs yeah. who... And there's a lack of diversity amongst the board, which I saw a lot of people talking about, that this is a chance to change that. What did he say is about it? women? Did he say something about women's footballers? Like, oh, yeah, they don't like getting the ball kicked in the face or something. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, he said girls are scared to play football in case they get the ball hit in the face or ball hit in the legs or something, they start crying. I just thought, oh, you know I, what I mean, mate? I was, I was at a game. We played Stoke the other week, right? So Bora played Stoke the other week, and I'm telling you right now, I've still got the footage of it, so if he wants to see it, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he knows he's wrong now since he's lost his job. Um, there's like, in a 10-minute spell, three of our players got balls straight in the face, and every one of them bounced straight back up, and literally it was like proper smashed in the face. Like, one of our players, Katie, got it so hard in the face, I don't think she knew what her name was, and she's still trying to defend, but she's like getting up. And then as soon as the ball went out of play, she was like, right, give us a minute, my head's just nearly come off. So trust is like women's football can be ten times more vicious than uh, than men's football. Like some of the tackles that go in, I don't see in the men's football anymore at all. So for women being scared of the ball, no, no, Greg, <laughs> uh, that's that's not right. So so Ian, what you're saying is Greg is um, Greg's a bad man. It just <laughs> well, yeah. But <laughs> I like how you try to be like, <laughs> well, that's not, yes, yes, I am saying yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, you know, it's like he walked into some, uh, um, he walked into a, um, the China shop and, you know, Smash they sort of proceeded it. to break every single item in it. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. What are you saying, Jack? Yeah, I, I would have picked would have picked the same as Ian, you know, Greg Greg Clark, and I just to echo and agree with what Connor said. Really, I mean, I think it's if that's not a symbol that we've got kind of a lack of a lack of awareness, and you know, it's, the, the FA is really a stiff stiff old white men in a suit brigade. Then I don't know what is because you know, it just strikes as someone that's out of touch. And if you're out of touch with that type of thing, then really ignoring the fact that he's made you know slightly. You know, well, no, even slightly racist comments. How we, how can you be expected to keep your, keep your, keep on the ball with things like you know players and you know you're meant to be head of the FA and how if you're that out out of touch 
with other things, you know, what else are you slowing behind that? Do you know what I mean? And that's that's a paper that we've got that are supposedly looking after the football in this country. It's just it's unbelievable, like, isn't it? I mean, it was still got comments like that. And then I'm trying to defend it. And it was just like digging at a deeper hole when he was there. He was just saying, oh, well, this is what I meant. And, you know, I, I didn't mean to offend it. You know, I, I come from it. And it's like, no, but just because you say that, oh, well, I didn't mean to offend. I didn't. I don't think that should offend people. That's not an excuse. Do you know what I mean? You should be aware of nowadays what is acceptable and what's not acceptable, particularly when you're in such a head up high up, you know, role of head of the head of the FA or whatever his actual role was. So no, it was it was absolute buffoon, you know, it was a an absolute hideous comment. I did this the other week and now I feel really bad about it because I did this the other week when we did Villain of the Week. News all had like these really villainous people who've done really bad things recently in the news. And I went and chose someone really random and I'm doing it again. Because my villain of the week's Cameron Jerome because of his tweet. <laughs> like I was just like, what a dick. Like the guy here, Sam Allardyce, like flung across Carroll Road about what, two, three years ago? I just hate uh, that. I hate when people go, oh, some of them think they're really big. We, we, honestly, we don't. We just quite like to be MK Dons because. But if you were Phil Parkinson, would you print that out and put it all over the academy or to? You would, yeah, and you'd like to think that, like, the Our House comment, which was quite similar, in fact, it was identical, that the bloke from Wickham said, Darius Charles, I think it was, that, like, when we played Wickham, we stuffed them, and I get the feeling that, like, that was on the, that was on the wall. Cameron Jerome, just that pointless tweet, like, former Premier League footballer, like, yeah, it was just talking about (laughs) things that aren't relevant anymore, that, the irony of that is just hilarious. Like, oh, something not relevant. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, love yeah, me. I was like, I love, love me. me. Pathetic. Love me. Pathetic. Pathetic. Ooh, love me. It was like, when you read it, it was like, ooh, you're hard. When it, it was ooh, just like, <laughs> it was just, just one of them. Um, so, we've got two we're playing this week again. <laughs> Doncaster. Doncaster away. <laughs> Doncaster away, which is a great day last year. You won, wasn't it? Yeah. Everyone has run yeah. on the pitch. Everyone just legged it on the pitch. There's one way. I, I was there the year yeah. before when Chris Maguire scores and we won one nil Tuesday Quite night game. Tuesday night. So oh, it, was. it was. It was good. I drove down. It was. It was belted. Yeah. Was... How's everyone? Just to finish, how's everyone coping on um, with not getting to the football at the minute? I'll go go you first, Connor. How are you coping with not being able to get the footy? Um, to be totally honest, I'm not. Because I've got a lot of stuff going on at home, as you know, and mm-hmm. anyone that follows us on Twitter will know. Um, and I sort of need that release. So actually yeah. coming here tonight and just talking has actually helped us quite a lot, to be totally honest with you. Just some some form of social interaction, because I think one thing that everyone's realised now is going to the matches isn't about watching Sunderland. It's about... The day out, such as getting seeing your friends, having a laugh, just hugging people in the stadium when we score a goal who you don't even know. And that's what going to the match is all about, not about the actual game. Luckier in the sense that I can go see games um, based on some of the stuff that I do. And I went to see a game yesterday. I went to see Rangers women against Celtic women, but there was only seven people there. So just it was like, hopefully with this vaccine on the horizon, it's um hopefully by this time next year we can have stadiums 
as many people as are wanting stadiums and stuff. We've got a hope. That's the hope that kills us is the famous saying. I know for a fact I'll enjoy seeing Sunderland for about 10 minutes until we concede at home against like Bristol Rovers or something. And it'll be like, oh, where's that virus when I need it? Bring back lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Just lock us in the house again. I'm sick of this. Um, how are you coping without the footy, Ian? Um, well, from a from a Sunderland point of view, I mean, I don't get down as, as much as I would like. Um, but so... So actually being able to stream, you know, practically all of the games works in my favour slightly. Um, it's just a shame that they've been absolutely awful most most of the time. But um, no, I mean, uh, um, you know, our, 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 uh, their growth have been, you know, going for there a few weeks now. And um, that's the weird feeling like... Um, you know, I was out, out with the, the dogs on, on you know, Saturday, just about sort of two o'clock and uh, drove past the sort of gay field and it was like, you know, the the the, the, the coaches were there and, you know, you could see the, the ground getting ready, but, you know, couldn't they go in? Yeah. And that's, and that's really shit. I've just... Uh... <laughs> Not gonna lie, I just farted as you were speaking there, and uh, I think it came across. <laughs> 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 I think yeah. it came. I think, unfortunately, that's a, a top-class content. Everyone listens to for Graham. <laughs> blame, the, blame the cat. <laughs> the cat farting. I wasn't going to mention it, but I was like, "Oh, I think the mic's picked that up." Um, not the scent, the noise. Um, <laughs> how, how are you coping, Jack? I'll, I'll try and keep my. Uh, my bum's feeling yeah, to itself. I, I'm, I'm all right. I think football's a lot worse for, for the viewing fan. You know, when you're sitting watching a game, it's not quite the same as when the fans are. I mean, they're making the best of it, but you're all right. <laughs> if you got a giggle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, in, mm-hmm. in, in terms of watching Sunderland, it's just been, it's frustrating and painful actually watching the football. And you just get more wound up, don't you, when you're actually really analysing it from a football perspective. You just get wound up watching Sunderland, don't you? You shout, you swear, and you find yourself getting angry. And then you come away from the game and you're thinking, well, I didn't really enjoy that. You know what I mean? But I think it, it is it is spot on what, what Connor said. Uh, you do miss the, your mates. You miss having a few drinks. You miss the routine of going to the match if you put a bet on. That's that's what I miss. You know what I mean? The, the routine of it. It's not so much the football. And it's that, it's that you look forward to. The worse the football gets often, the better the... The, the, the stuff around the match gets, you know what I mean? The crap's better, you know, the, 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 your mates, you know, you make you laugh a bit more, you know what I mean? Things like that. What you find, I find that the football is worse, but the day out and everything tends to be better. And that's what I miss. The football, you know, it's it's, it's been painful, so it's probably a welcome relief, but you, you do miss everything that goes with the match. Yeah, true. Right, lads, thanks so much for popping on. It's been rescheduled more times than I think I'd like to have done, but nonetheless, when Mick McCarthy says he wants to do 6.30, Mick McCarthy gets 6.30. <laughs> um, so thanks so much for popping on, lads. Look after yourself. Um, and I hope you enjoyed um, chatting on and that. Yeah, you too, mate. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Thanks. Cheers, Cheers mate. Cheers, mate. Catch you. Ciao.